Hello, everyone. Welcome in to the Render Podcast. Today, it's going to be just me, Brooke. I'm the content manager, and I'm here to talk all about reels and implementing video into your marketing and how important that is. I've got kind of all the steps that I take into creating reels, how I get content at events, and all of that. So I think this is going to be a really great episode for all of you guys to listen into. If you don't mind heading over to Instagram, our handle is therender.co, and you can be following along with our page and all the reels that we're creating, so that way you can kind of refer to them in this episode. But I'm so excited to talk with all of you today, so let's get into it. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients through the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. the Render Podcast. Today, I'm going to be doing a solo episode all about reels and implementing video into your Instagram strategy. And if you haven't met me yet, my name is Brooke. I have been on the team for about a year and I am the content manager. So I deal with Instagram every single day. It is something that I did before working here. I really love this app, but it also can be really confusing and hard to manage whenever they're constantly changing the algorithm and what they're wanting to push. So as you probably know, if you're on Instagram, reels are a huge thing right now. Instagram is pushing those. It is the center button on your app. Um, So that's the first thing that you want to click on. And a lot of people are saying that video is actually more important than photo on Instagram right now, which is absolutely crazy. You know, Instagram started as just a photo app and now it's kind of slowly turned into this, you can do everything. You can shop there, you can have video there, you can have photos there. And so there's a lot, there's a lot to do with Instagram and it would be a whole long episode if I was going to go into every little part of Instagram. So we're just going to stick with video today and talk about how I make reels, um, how I get video content on site and all of that. So I'm excited to talk with you guys today. Let's get into it. First of all, I think we should talk a little bit about why reels are so important for growth on Instagram. Um, As I just said, Instagram is really pushing Reels right now. If you go on your app right now and get on the Reels section and you start scrolling, you're more than likely going to see a couple of Reels with accounts that have lower followings, which I feel like is really rare. Whenever you're just scrolling through your regular feed, it's usually photos that have pretty high engagement, have lots of likes, lots of comments, and that's what Instagram is pushing based on the engagement. But on Reels, what I've been noticing a lot is that, yes, there are trending and viral Reels that you'll see on your Reels page, but you'll also find videos there that are not necessarily viral and you don't even follow that person. And it just goes to show that if you're posting Reels a lot, your content, even if it's not performing super well, might be pushed out to a bunch of people. And that's great. That's what we want whenever we post on Instagram is for people to see our content. 
Um, so if you haven't started implementing reels yet into your Instagram strategy, I highly recommend doing so. One other reason why reels are so important is that video offers an opportunity to showcase your personality, your team, and it kind of tells stories in a compelling manner. You know, something we talked about in our Pinterest episode, episode 83, if you want to go back and listen to that, was that Instagram and TikTok are forms of entertainment. So people go to those apps to be entertained or inspired. And I think it's important to remember this when you're creating content for Instagram, because people really just engage with things that entertain them. So We'll go into some like best reel strategies later, but one thing I wanted to just say now is whenever you're creating a reel, really try to think through that process beforehand of what reel you're going to be making. That way you can get the perfect exact content that you're wanting to get for that reel before the event even happens. I think it's really important to remember this when creating content for Instagram because people just engage with things that entertain them. So whenever you're creating reels, just really keep that in the back of your mind. Like I'm creating this so that I can showcase my work, but also so that I can entertain people. Let's just dive right into steps for using video on Instagram. Like I said, I've been doing this for a while. I definitely don't have it perfect yet, but I feel like I've gotten in a good jive of how I like to capture real content and kind of the steps leading up to it. So the first thing you need to do is before the event, do some brainstorming on what kind of reel you might want to make for the event. Um, it makes getting content so much easier when you know specifically what you're going for. So one thing I do is I just get on the reels section of my Instagram app and I just start scrolling. And we have a saved album on our Instagram like saved page that is all just reels and ideas that we've had. So I'll scroll through the saved. I'll scroll through my feed. I like to take note of sounds that are trending because usually the sounds that are trending are usually the ones that are going to perform really well. Visually, if I like something, I'll save it. I just basically get inspired through other people's reels before I go out on an event. And so then I have a bolt of ideas to choose from. For example, Create and Cultivate was this last weekend, which was amazing. I'm obsessed. It was so good. And before I went, I knew what sound I wanted to use. You can go check it out on our Instagram. I can also link it in the show notes. But um, I really liked the beat. I thought it was super engaging, super eye-catching, and I knew this event was going to be so aesthetically pleasing. And so I knew that that was the sound I wanted to do. And it helps you whenever you're capturing content to know exactly what you're going for and to have that kind of prepared. So next, whenever you go on site to your event, you're going to need to get all sorts of video. I like to get behind the scenes of the install crew delivering details, the finished product. Um, and you can also refer to the reel that you had already chosen and get any specific shots that you may need. So for example, for this reel, I didn't really have to get any specific transitions, but I knew that I wanted the videos to be pretty short and I wanted them to be pretty slow moving. So that's how I took my video. That whole, the whole conference was just shorter, like three to four second videos and super slow pans across the room. You know, there's some reels that 
have a really good transition, which also is a great idea because transitions catch the eye of users on Instagram. But if you were going to do a transition, say, you know, there's this one reel of a girl walking like behind a pillar and she's in one outfit and then she walks behind the pillar and she's in a different outfit in a different location. You could probably mimic that, do something similar like a before and an after for an event space. You're going to need to know that prior. That way you can get that kind of um, video content at the event. My first tip is just to be getting tons of video. Get more than you would think because you may like certain shots more than others and it's just better to have more. My second tip for getting video on site is capture some photos while you're getting video. Even though there's probably a photographer at that event, it's still good to capture some images by yourself. Just say you don't get the photos back for three months and you want to share about this event right away, you're going to need to have some photos to um, share about either on your stories or as like the real cover image. So yeah, just be thinking of that as you're getting video. It's super easy to just take video and then find a shot that looks good and take a photo. One more pro tip. Sorry, I'm hopping all over the place. I have so many thoughts regarding Instagram reels and videos, but one pro tip that I think has helped me tremendously is the day I get back to work. So whether you're a solopreneur or you're someone, you're a content manager on someone's team, the day I get back to work. So if I went to that event on Friday, whenever I come back in on Monday, I'm going to upload all of those photos into Google Photos or whatever photo organization system you guys use because I don't want that just sitting in my phone. And I have a bad habit of letting my camera roll get really <laughs> messy and just I think I have 50,000 photos in my camera roll. So it's important to clear that out. And it helps you kind of cull through and delete out things that you're like, I don't need this content. It wasn't that good of a photo. All of that. The next step for using video on Instagram is you're going to want to make sure that you have good lighting. Good lighting is your best friend in this situation. Um, sometimes bad lighting can really ruin the video. And I will tell you from experience, the videos where I have the best lighting and it looks the most professional, like quality, perform the best. Whenever it's super grainy, it just doesn't perform that well. And so having really good lighting is going to make your videos and your photos look so, so much better. If at all possible, one thing to get good lighting at an event is just try to stand in front of a window so that you can get that good natural light. I think I might have talked about this on the podcast before. You never want to be facing a window. So if there's a window in front of me here, I don't want to be taking a photo towards the window. I want to be standing with the window behind me and then I'm going to get all that great natural light and the video quality is going to be really good. The next step, so this is after you've gone to the event and you've gotten all the content, whenever you're ready to sit down and create the reel, I personally love to use the app InShot. I don't even remember where I found this app, but it to me is so easy to splice things together to add transitions, all of that. Um, if you know how to use the Instagram app to like edit your reels, great. You should definitely do that. I don't know how. I just never even have tried to edit a video within the Instagram app, 
or the TikTok app. So I use an outside app called InShot and I can link that for you guys. But what I'll do is I'll add all of my photos, all of my videos there into InShot that I want to use for the reel. And then the sound, the sound is a little bit tricky. Bear with me as I explain this. If the sound is a user sound, so you'll know it's like an Instagram user sound if it has their at name, like original sound by their at name, it's hard to pull that. So a hack that I have learned is to screen record the reel. So I'll swipe down on my phone, screen record the entirety of that reel, and then download that into InShot and you can extract the audio. So I'll extract the audio from that video and that's how I'll use that sound. Another way is to purchase the audio. So if it's a song like, um, I love you baby is one of the sounds. I can't think of who sings it, but she sells her music on iTunes. You can go over there, purchase the song, and then edit all the video with that song. On our business account, we are not able to upload videos to songs that can be purchased for some reason. I guess it's for like legal reasons. But whenever you have purchased the song, you've used it to edit and then you upload that, it automatically changes the name to the purchased song in the audio little section. So I don't know why, I don't know how it recognizes it, but it works for us. <laughs> um, whenever I'm using like an individual user sound, I will upload it to the sound through the Instagram app. So I'll edit it with the sound in the InShot app. Then I'll just take the sound out and then upload it to the users. That way it'll show up in that page. I don't know if you've ever clicked into the song page, um, but it shows all the reels that have used that same sound. You want to upload it there. That way yours will populate with everyone else who's used that same sound. So that was probably really confusing to explain. I hope that all made sense, but um, feel free to email me, brooke at therendor.co. If you have any more questions regarding Reels, I'm happy to help you out there. Next, you're going to create the video. So like I said, you're already going to have the sound chosen. You're going to have that uploaded into InShot. And whether you are doing a trending Reel, like you're, you got your idea from someone else, or you're starting from scratch, you had an, this idea yourself, I highly, highly recommend choosing that sound first and then editing, editing the video around the sound. So usually the way I edit at least is I edit to the beat drops and just to the way the music sounds. And it doesn't really make sense to edit all these videos together and then add in the sound over the top of that. Unless you're just doing like a little instrumental and it just sounds fine to just go over any video. I usually always um, have my sound picked out first. That way I can edit to the beat and just make it look really good and seamless. And so after you've created the reel, you know, this is totally up to you if you if you want to edit the way that your video looks as far as like a filter or a preset. We have presets for our photos, but unfortunately Lightroom doesn't allow me to edit video. So what I do is I just upload my reel into Visco. It's called VSCO, and I can add that to the show notes as well. And I've just chosen a filter there that's really natural, goes with our feed. I can adjust the exposure to make the whole video appear a little bit brighter. And that also increases the quality of your video. So if you don't have an editing app, I would recommend adding that into your reels process of just 
um, adding on a little filter or something. And so last but certainly not least, you're going to post and share this to your feed. Make sure that you actually share it to your feed. You can choose to just share it straight to your Reels page and it not show up on your grid. But we've done that and we noticed a really low engagement whenever we did that. So just choose a cover image that you think goes nicely with your feed and um, always have it there because when people come onto your Instagram profile and they're scrolling through all of your different content, you want them to see that those reels that you put out there because they might not go into the reels section of your profile. They may just stay on your home feed. And so if you did a lot of hard work, you want that to be shown and you want your clients to see the really cool events that you've done. So make sure to have that on your home feed. You know, you can use hashtags on your um, reels if you want to. What we always do is we go into the comments after we've posted the reel and I do five periods. Then I post the hashtags that I want to share. The reason I do the five periods all spaced out is because it will not show all of your hashtags in the preview when people are scrolling through their feed. Um, It could just be a little bit distracting. So I love to do the five periods and then all the hashtags. That way it looks super nice and clean. And that's basically it. That's all of my steps for reels. I always share my reels to the stories. That way more people are seeing it. But other than that, that's how we do it. Did you know that every $1 spent on email marketing, you can expect an average return of $42? As a small business owner, this is huge. Email marketing is something that is highly important and I've talked about it plenty of times. Flowdesk has made my life and business so much better through their amazing design capabilities, analytics, and ability to map out workflows for different audiences. Flowdesk only charges a flat fee, so you can grow your list as large as you want without having to pay more for your growth. I love using their platform for each side of my business, and I know you will too. Get 50% off your first month of Flowdesk by going to rendereducate.co backslash Flowdesk. That's R-E-N-D-E-R-E-D-U-C-A-T-E dot C-O backslash Flowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K. Like I said, reels are super important for growth, so definitely be implementing that into your uh, strategy. I know sometimes Instagram can seem overwhelming because there's so many steps to take and so many little things that you always have to be thinking about to be active on. And if you can't do one reel a week, that's okay. Shoot for one reel a month and just make it really good and impactful. I like to think of reels as songwriting. I have a best friend who has told me about this and she said that you have to write about 500 songs. I can't remember if that was the exact statistic that she gave, but you have to write 500 songs and then for only one to pop off. It may be more like you have to write a thousand songs and then maybe one will pop off. I like to think of reels that way too. You kind of have to be creating a lot of different reels um, in order for one to perform really well. We've not had a reel necessarily go viral. That would be great, but we have had one that got 7,000 views, which was really, really good for us. And so um, not all of our reels have 7,000 views. So don't get down on yourself if you feel like your reels aren't performing well. Just keep pumping them out. Just do the best you can with reels and I know that you will see some sort of success there. Uh, One other thing I want to leave you guys with is uh, there's a reel trending right now, but I thought it was so true. It said, even if you only have 30 views on a reel, 
that's 30 people, 30 new people that just saw your event. And that could literally change your business. Like those 30 people could then tell their friends about your business. And then it could just be this snowball effect of your business getting out there. So don't be too hard on yourself. You don't need a million views in order to be successful with reels. I also wanted to say, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but whenever you're creating reels, a one that performs super great is getting before and afters of your space. So if you're going to this super blank venue, for example, let's talk about the place at Tyler. We love her. It's super minimal, super beautiful, all white, and it's just kind of a blank canvas. There's lots of pretty plants and things like that, but it's a blank canvas. Get a before panel shot of that space and then an after of how you completely built out the space. That is going to perform so well because it's going to show that you are the expert, that you know what you're doing, you know how to create beautiful events. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this episode all about reels and implementing video into your Instagram. If you wouldn't mind going to the Apple Podcast app and rating us and giving us a review, we would absolutely love that. Um, We are so grateful for you guys and all of our listeners. And we hope that this episode impacted you today. All right, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye.